after Donald Trump was contesting the election, he goes, yeah, that's bad. But what about Hunter Biden's laptop? My, what? I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. We're in the middle of an American presidential election being stolen. Uh, that was this morning on MSDNC. Dismiss the Hunter Biden laptop with big guy getting 10% from China and having to turn over half his money to his father for no-show jobs and the big houses and the cars and the diamond and all that. We're in the middle of an election being stolen. Right now, we're in the middle of an election being stolen. You know, Hillary Clinton, that was Joe Scarborough, who is certifiable. And uh, he's echoing what Hillary Clinton said, of course, that the 2024 election was going to be stolen by a vast right-wing conspiracy. Because Hillary, yeah, you know, she still believes apparently that the 2016 election was stolen and she wants to abolish the brilliant and ingenious electoral college which creates equity and fairness in the United States of America. But if you get your news from MSDNC, you're hearing this madness, and no wonder you're looting and and uh, uh, racist and everything else. Just amazing. Hillary Clinton on the 2024 election being stolen by crazy, mad right-wing extremists. Right-wing extremists already have a plan to literally steal the next presidential election. Just don't say the last one had any problems. It's fine to say few. And she said 2016 was stolen. And DNC chair Terry McAuffle still says the 2000 election was stolen and the 2004 election was stolen. Then they won 2008 and 2012, not stolen. Then they lost 2016, stolen. Right? Then they won with a record number of votes in human history. The 2020 election and the not stolen but now they're already laying the groundwork for the 2024 election being stolen. Uh, Hillary Clinton and MSDNC, but what is the difference after all? This is our media. This is our Democrat Party. There is no daylight between them. It is a merger of state and corporate power, the Democrat Party and the corporate media, and that is Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, just by the way. And keeping in mind the Soviet writer Elena Gorokova, who wrote a book called A Mountain of Crumbs about the glories of socialism, the rules are simple. They lie to us. We know they're lying to us. They know we know they're lying, but they keep lying to us. And we keep pretending to believe them. A lot of Democrats, I think, actually do believe this stuff, but there's a lot of mental dwarfism going on out there. Can you say mental dwarfism? You have to say mental little peopleism. It's hard for me to say at this point. We remain at 888-630-9625. The Democrats are destroying the United States of America, and they're doing it in myriad ways, from convincing little boys that they're girls and little girls that they're boys, and the sexualization of kindergarten children by the LGBTQ community, never heterosexual sexualization of kindergarten and first graders, but but never mind all of that. Completely nuts. And of course, you know, our electoral system, and they don't believe in our system of government. They just want to win 
seize power so they can abuse it. Pretty extraordinary stuff. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Man, oh man. I'm telling you. All right, and I'm going to get back to uh, some of the destructo stuff of the uh, Democrats, and including, you see, we um, found a two-month-old baby abandoned at our southern border because the people crossing are, they're not sending their best people. I'm sure some of them are decent people, but they're not sending our best people. And uh, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, They're warning that another coronavirus outbreak is, quote, highly likely, highly likely another coronavirus outbreak. And they would know since they authored the first one should probably take their words. You know, you don't believe commies under ordinary circumstances. In this case, we might make a commie exception for the communists in communist China, where they run the communist run Wuhan Institute of Virology which is the point of origin of the Wuhan Red Death, which has allegedly claimed at least 7 million lives worldwide. That's piker stuff for communists. Although the Washington Post did say a few weeks ago that that 7 million number could actually be an underestimate, that it could be two or three times that number, 14 million or 21 million dead from the Wuhan Red Death. That's uh, extraordinary. And ABC Fake News says today, About 18 million U.S. adults have had long COVID, long COVID, which leads to much more long-term effects and and so on. But the uh, you're Democrats, and there's border stuff to get to also, including Chicago. Oh, and the crime, the Republicans and only the Republicans in the House of Representatives had a a uh, hearing in Chicago yesterday on crime, and all the Democrats protested it. They didn't show up saying it was a stunt. They called it a stunt, right? And now two aldermen in Chicago have proposed a ballot initiative in Chicago on next year's ballot, next year's election, letting the voters decide whether Chicago should remain a sanctuary city or not, now that they've actually become a sanctuary city. And guess what? The Democrats are calling it a stunt. Just as the Democrats yesterday called the Republican hearing in Chicago on crime and murder a stunt. It's uh, one of their party-issued words now. And Chicago logs its 200th homicide of the year, faster pace than we've seen since 1997, 26 years ago, because Democrats keep shooting and killing people. Just saying. All right, now let's get, let's get to the mailbag. I want to get to the mailbag. And we've got more Democrat madness ahead, too. Our mailbag today. C. Ivers, S-E-A-I-V-E-R-S, C. Ivers writes in, Love your show, Mr. Plant. Thumbs up. I hope you're around for a very long time. So do I. Thank you, C. My question is, what's being done done about security? The security of our votes. What's being done about the security of our votes? So much evidence has been presented about the fraudulent votes for Biden but our justice, our justice system is not doing their job for us. Well, you're right about that, see. You're right. Our justice system doesn't work for us. It works for the Democrat Party, which is politically corrupt and driven by power, the, the lust for power at all times. And let me see also the media is not doing the job of the media as envisioned by our founders as a legitimate and objective fourth estate uh, holding feet to the fire and um, holding accountable our elected officials. Uh, And C, 
Uh, you know, we witnessed all kinds of irregularities from from Atlanta, where people showing up at Dropbox, Dropbox after Dropbox after Dropbox with boxes full of ballots, uh, wearing surgical gloves, rubber surgical gloves, and stuffing ballot boxes late at night in darkened parking lots. That that struck me as kind of irregular. In Pennsylvania. Um, where the poll watchers were not allowed to watch the polls because the Democrats put panels up in front of the windows where the votes were being counted, right? And where county officials in Pennsylvania violated the state constitution by changing voting laws and voting regulations, even though any change uh, must go through the state house and be voted on, but that didn't happen. And these are key swing states, and uh, they were won by the Democrats with very small margins. And, of course, President Trump had a record number of uh, votes for any Republican candidate ever. And Joe Biden blew out the number of votes that the Democrats turned out for Hillary Clinton and for Barack Obama because the racist Democrats won't show up to vote for Barack Obama, but they'll show up in droves to vote for Joe Biden in record numbers. The sexist Democrats won't show up to vote for Hillary Clinton. We can understand that but will show up in record numbers to vote for Joe Biden. Nothing to see here. Nothing at all. And uh, where are the investigators? You know, the, and the, we, we have Republicans on Capitol Hill, too. Um, and I'd like to see them holding people accountable as well. And uh, dragging those people up, you know, with the blue surgical gloves on, stuffing the ballot boxes, and have them explain themselves under oath. But that didn't happen, did it? There was a great documentary on the subject that laid out a great deal, a great many of the irregularities. Um, and, you know, uh, what are they doing? You know, 90 days of early voting, 30 days of early voting over there. Um, no IDs needed. Mail out ballots. Mail out ballots in Pennsylvania will go to everybody with a driver's license, and they're giving driver's licenses to illegal aliens. Nothing to see here. No problem. See, we're in big trouble. We've got major issues in the United States of America. We don't do anything right anymore, including electing presidents. And that's a problem, I think. Not everyone agrees because the Democrat Party, well, you know, the golden rule. He who has the gold rules. And that brings us to Senator Menendez. Man, oh man. So... Thank you. I hope to be around for a very long time, too. What's being done about the security of our votes? The correct answer is nothing. There are a few uh, Republicans who are making some noise, but i got to tell you, it's, it's disorganized. It's not being done in a, in a clear way where they're uh, attempting to make decisive changes to make our system more legitimate, but uh, pay no attention. And, and we've got to have trust and faith and confidence in our public institutions, and, and we're lacking that in um, elections and beyond. Eric Wagner, thank you, C. Eric Wagner asks, Chris, one of the great things about Mr. Limbaugh, Rush Limbaugh, the great Rush Limbaugh, was that he transcribed his daily greatness for reference and posterity. Have you thought about transcribing your shows and making them available in a similar manner? Um, we have had discussions about this. That takes manpower and staffing, and, and that means money. And uh, we have none of that. We have uh, none of that in, uh, in reality. It's uh, Michael Piercy and I and Jasmine on the phones today. If you call in, talk to the wonderful Jasmine um, answering the phones today. 
And uh, really, you know, that's that's the show. It's the show. Rush Limbaugh, big time money, big time everything, and was able to uh, transcribe the shows. I think that'd be a great thing to be able to do. We simply can't afford it. We'll have to get some of that uh, COVID relief money, I think, to $24 million or something. Um, all Raw, All Raw asks, when are you going to write a book? Well, you know, that's a question that my best girl asks me very frequently, as a matter of fact. And, um, and I have all kinds of ideas already assembled in my head. I need to put them on paper. And, and All Raw, I thank you for the nudge because uh, you're absolutely right. I need, to, I need to start doing that. It's, it is, uh, you know, a path, an opportunity for me, and I need to... Uh, there are so many lame brain people writing books all over the place. I have a lot to say, and it's all true, which is uh, different than a lot of people's uh, a lot of people's books. So, all raw. Thank you for the the nudge, the suggestion, the thought. You are correct. I ought to get to work on that. That's for sure. Gsav one eleven says, "Hi, Chris. Why do you think Hillary is back on the scene lately?" Oh, I have an answer to this. Doesn't she know that she will uh, still wake up tomorrow in a pool of her own Chardonnay vomit? Um, I think she does know that. Uh, but why is she back on the scene? The, the answer to that is she thinks she is owed the presidency of the United States. She thinks she's not too old. If Joe Biden's not too old, she's not too old. If Donald Trump is not too old, she's not too old. She knows that Joe Biden is not really the president of the United States and that he's not up to it. And she knows, as I have been saying for many months now, that Joe Biden is not going to be the Democrat Party's nominee next year. And she is crazy enough to believe that she has a chance at becoming the nominee. I've been saying for a long time, she's behind the curtain over there with a blow dart gun waiting to uh, propel a dart into Joe Biden's neck or anybody else's neck and step in to save the day and become the president of the United States as she believes she was born to be. She's delusional, of course, but that's nothing new. The reason she's back on the scene is because she still holds out hope that she can steal the day and become the president of the United States of America. She's the Manchurian candidate. That's what's up with her. And that's our mailbag for today. You know, President Joe Biden's uh, sinister plan to introduce the digital dollar in the United States is already underway. And it's very important to understand the potential consequences because none of this is in our best interests, of course, and time is of the essence. So getting smart on the subject now is a great idea if you want to protect your savings and your retirement. You can help protect your savings and your retirement from the risks of Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme, the left's digital dollar scheme, by diversifying with IRAs in gold and silver, precious metals, my friends. You get started by calling the experts at American Alternative Assets. Call them today at 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. They'll give you all the guidance you need to get smart on safeguarding your retirement savings. Say no to Joe Biden's digital dollar scheme. Call 888-4-GOLD-20. That's 888-446-5320. Individual results may vary. There's no guarantee that past performance will be indicative of future results. Seek your own legal tax investment financial advice before opening an account. Bound down, bound down. Ah, yes. 
Yeah, why is Hillary there? Because she's a fanatic. I wouldn't call her an optimist. This is not optimism. This is fanaticism. She's a bitter, angry, crazy woman who might throw an ashtray at your head, as she has done to so many other people, including the then President of the United States and her husband. Hey, it's Chris Plant, excited to tell you about our July 2024 Listener Sea Cruise. We'll be sailing around the British Isles, visiting Scotland and Ireland. Please join us. Book by this July 31st for extra savings. Visit chrisplantcruise.com. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. All right. ABC News is a left-wing news outlet that... uh, panders to and sucks up to and fluffs the Democrat Party. Well, Fox News has the story, but ABC News doesn't have the story. Feds, the feds, the federal government, recommends 15-year prison sentence for ex-ABC News journalist guilty of sadistic child porn. Guilty of sadistic child porn. Yeah, ABC News doesn't have a story on this. Federal prosecutors have recommended that former ABC News journalist should receive 15 years in prison After being convicted on child pornography charges, James Gordon Meek, Meek, shall not inherit the earth. James Gordon Meek, who had worked for ABC News for about 10 years until an investigation into his possession of child porn allegations began last year. He was convicted on federal charges of transporting and possessing child sex abuse material in July. His sentencing will be Friday, the day after tomorrow. And the federal government is asking for 12 and a half years to 15 years in prison, they say, because of the nature of his crimes. They were child and infant, infant sex abuse, infant and toddlers in the sex abuse depicted sadistic and masochistic abuse of prepubescent children. He's an award-winning journalist, ABC News. Don't believe the liberal media. Just saying. Now, uh, the Democrats have turned Chicago into a killing field. And so Republican members of the House who care about human life, Democrat members of the House do not care about human life. They're... They're Democrats. They want money for more abortions and the organ harvest. And they're not going to say anything about Washington, D.C. having the highest murder rate since 1997, more than a quarter of a century ago, because they don't care. And as the Washington Post says, tragic burden borne by black residents, comma, children. Well, the Democrat Party is the party of the Confederate States of America and Jim Crow. They don't care about black residents, and they certainly don't care about children. They just care about harvesting their organs. 
They're not the party that they used to be. They are the left. They're not liberals. They are the left. So Republicans went to Chicago to hold a hearing and invited people to talk about the crime crisis there. And if you had any humanity at all, you would recognize it as a crisis and you would call it a crisis. But the headlines mostly attack the Republicans. It's kind of an amazing thing. House Judiciary Committee hearing today. GOP-controlled group hears Chicago violence testimony amid possible government shutdown. Amid possible government shutdown is like in unrelated news, but we'll put it in the headline anyway. That's ABC7 Chicago. Hey, let's change the subject in the headline and start attacking the Republicans. Hey, they could it could be a government shutdown. Uh, and Kevin McCarthy yesterday was was being plagued by a reporter, a fake reporter. And Kevin McCarthy said, hey, why haven't you guys passed appropriations bills? And he said to the reporter, well, uh, have the Democrats in the Senate passed any appropriation bills? You keep chasing me around the Capitol. Why aren't you chasing Chuck Schumer around? He went and, uh, and pretended to be with uh, striking UAW uh, workers yesterday. Uh, you have that Kevin McCarthy with the reporter at Capitol Hill yesterday. He's like, well, you, you guys are going to keep talking about the government shutdown. There are two houses of Congress, the House of Representatives and the Senate. It's a bicameral legislation. The reporters don't go ask the Senate, hey, when are you passing the appropriations bills? They just dog the House of Representatives. But no, it's, it's a House's responsibility to fund the government, right? Well, okay, let's compare that. How many Oops. bills has the Senate passed? How many appropriation bills has the Senate passed? They're working on a CR. Right How now. many? It's, it's not a tough question. They're working the question on a CR. Name me, one, name me one appropriation out of the 12 appropriation bills the Senate has passed this year. So the Senate They're working on it. Any. Okay. And what is the House doing? They're working on five bills, 73%. Okay. Okay. They're not going to fund the government, though. I'm sorry. What does the appropriation bill do? After September 30th. What does an appropriation bill do? How many appropriation bills does it take to fund government? 12. The Senate has passed zero. The Senate, and the reporter keeps saying, well, they're working on it. They're working on it. And, 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 uh, and he says, well, what is the House doing? Uh, working on it. Well, the, the guy is a Democrat Party activist and not a journalist. Right? And then the news media, Channel 7 in Chicago, they're holding a crime hearing like the Channel 7 in Chicago doesn't care about the murder rate in Chicago either. Oh, yeah? What about the possible government shutdown? What do you care? <laughs> Honestly, you're in Chicago. And House GOP hosts forum on Chicago crime, Dems blast event as political stunt. That's the headline from CBS. The other one was ABC, local station there. In the Chicago Tribune, Republicans in U.S. House hold hearing on Chicago violence. Somebody should. That state attorney, Kim Fox, who is a George Soros radical extremist, called a clown show. That's the actual headline at the Chicago Tribune. Now, the murder rate is completely out of control there, and it's, it's nuts. There's a Chicago Democrat in the—he's uh, an alderman. That is a city council member, an alderman in Chicago. His name is Raymond Lopez, and he's a Democrat. And he was on the Fox News channel yesterday, probably destroying his political career, because he said a few things that are true, and that'll get you killed in the Democrat Party. Innocent people are being hunted down like prey in the city of Chicago, and that's exactly what happened to this young man who was just walking home, going about his business, eating, when these two individuals viciously attacked him, and the screams, the cries for help have gone unanswered. 
And we see this pattern repeat itself time and time again. Just in Lincoln Park, 18 robberies in one day, where even a 78-year-old community leader was savagely robbed and beaten simply for whatever was in his pockets. And as we see the new law ending cash bail, ending the pretrial detain detainable offenses list grow, things like robbery, burglary, arson, assault, even threatening elected officials like myself do not warrant you being held on bond anymore in the, in the state of Illinois. And criminals are taking note. They've become emboldened. It's shopping without money. And uh, he's describing, he's talking about a video that was uh, revealed day before yesterday of a man minding his own business, walking to his home in what's supposed to be a nice neighborhood. He's white. Two young men who are black attacked him, knocked him to the ground, and beat him for a full two minutes. Um, the man doesn't want his name known. He's uh, remaining anonymous. The, the violence was unfathomable. It was it was third world. It was it was just inexcusable. They should go to jail for a hundred years, uh, but they won't. And uh, over the weekend in Chicago, today's Wednesday, but over the weekend, uh, twenty seven people were shot, three killed, including an eighty six year old man shot and killed in Chicago. And the Democrats could care less. The Democrat news media could care less. The Democrat mayor and city council could care less. The Democrat George Soros prosecutor, non-prosecutor Kim Fox, could care less about the 86-year-old man or the little children or the 27 shot, could care less. Honestly, an 86-year-old man shot and killed in Chicago. That you know, there, there was a time not so long ago when that would be national news and cause national outrage. Cause, cause national outrage. Raymond Lopez is a Democrat uh, alderman in Chicago. Elections do have consequences, and the voters are sta starting to stand up and take notice and realize that when you put people who are socialists or ultra-progressives in office, as everyone on the days in that town hall was, you wind up with a tone-deaf leadership that doesn't care and is too busy trying to find root causes as opposed to finding root criminals in our midst. Chicago Alderman Raymond Lopez expresses outrage, and the Democrats are just, they'll shout you down, they'll laugh at you, they, they are, they are pro-murder, they're pro-crime, they prove it every day. And by the way, did he just call them socialists, if you elect socialists? Yes, he did. And ultra-progressives. He said it out loud. And I'll give him big points for that. I'll, I'll buy him a beer. Raymond Lopez. Common sense requires us to start standing up and pushing back on the criminality in our neighborhoods to start holding people and parents accountable because oftentimes these are 12, 13, 14-year-olds who are engaging in this behavior, such as the armed carjacking that is so rampant in the city of Chicago. The problem is not our guns, it's your sons. The problem is not our guns, it's your sons. But he called them socialists. And he's a Democrat, and it's Chicago. And I have all the respect in the world for this guy. He came out and told the truth, which, again, could get you in big trouble. Raymond Lopez. They are often talked about for the progressive agenda, for the, for the extreme liberal agenda that says they care. But their policies, particularly when it comes to police reform and criminal justice reform, in my opinion, are very racist. Because oftentimes the victims of the most heinous crimes by the, mo by the repeat offenders are those same black and brown residents that the white liberals claim to care about, but truly don't. The white liberals claim to care about the black residents and brown who are being murdered in war zone numbers, and they shout you down if you raise an eyebrow. This is the left, ladies and gentlemen, not liberalism, 
This is leftism. And he said it in soundbite number five. If you elect socialists and ultra-liberals, this is what you get. Elections do have consequences, and the voters are starting to stand up and take notice and realize that when you put people who are socialists or ultra-progressives in office, as everyone on the days in that town hall was, you wind up with a tone-deaf leadership that... And the the killings will continue until the Democrat Party's prospects improve. It's truly extraordinary. Uh, Let's uh, take a a phone call, Michael. And remember, um, it's not looting, it's shoplifting, and it's shopping without money. This is just like shopping without money. Just like shopping without money. This is your Democrat Party. They are the crime party. Vote for more crime by voting Democrat. Let's go to Justin calling from Wilmington, North Carolina. Justin, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. Thanks for taking my call. Um, I've really enjoyed all the content so far. It's all connected. I I'm, I'm just want to look at the big picture. And I think what we're seeing are the individual events that lead up to the fundamental transformation of America by Obama, and that is into a socialist police state. In order for that to happen, they are systematically uh, assaulting and destroying the pillars of America, our family, our children. uh, Our education is, is, you know, at the root of a socialist society, and and socialism doesn't work. It's destroying our economy. They have opened our borders. They are destroying our justice system. All the pillars of American you know, security, stability, greatness, and prosperity are under assault, and it's systemic. And their their goal is just to just you know burn everything down until they can swoop in with a socialist police state. I mean, that's the big picture. Uh, everything is deliberate and intentional and connected. And until uh, Americans take personal responsibility and stop letting their government destroy our cities, our schools, and and our country and our borders, then we are going to slide down like the hell in a bucket. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you bet. Well said, Justin. I think you're onto them. I think you've summed up very well. And it's, uh, you know, it's what I, I talk about here and have been for a long time. They're not liberals. They're the left. And, you know, as Vladimir Lenin said, the goal of socialism is communism. These people are, they're not liberals, they're authoritarian. Uh, they don't believe in truth or anything resembling truth, and what we're witnessing is a merger of state and corporate power under the Democrat Party and the corporate information oligarchs and, and so on. Uh, in fact, in Chicago, there are a couple of uh, Democrats, they're aldermen, who say they want to put on the ballot, on the ballot in uh, Chicago, uh, and let the voters decide whether Chicago should continue to be a sanctuary city or not. And uh, sounds like a good idea. That that would be democracy in action. But the uh, the Democrats and it's two Democrat aldermen in Chicago that are advocating this. And I'll give them I'll give them credit for that too. Anthony Napolitano and Anthony Beal uh, from the 41st and the 9th, and they've co-sponsored a uh, resolution. That would add a referendum to the March 2024 primary ballot, asking voters if Chicago should continue to be a sanctuary city or not. And unfortunately, 
they came up with this very good idea, and today they're already being attacked by the Democrat Party and the news media. Proposed sanctuary city vote dismissed as stunt. They said that the Republicans holding a hearing on all the murders in Chicago was a stunt. They say that trying to secure our southern border is a stunt. Um, they are they are not on the side of truth, justice, and the American way, to to say the least. It is it is uh, a terrible, horrible party, the Democrat Party at this point in our history, and and they really need to go through a radical, if I may use that uh, designation, a radical transformation, uh, because they have been fully radicalized and they're not on the side of Western civilization. And uh, let's go to, uh, you know, honestly, thank you, Justin, and thank you for paying attention. And again, we found a two-month-old baby at our southern border. Uh, crime is so out of control that Seattle, Portland, San Francisco, Chicago, New York, major corporations, small businesses in Oakland, California, all the business owners are going on strike because of the crime. It's completely insane. And now the Wuhan Institute of Virology warning us that another outbreak is highly likely and they should know. Oh, by the way, Michelle Obama gave a speech in Germany, which is Deutschland, which we've gone to war with twice. And she got $750,000 for a one-hour speech in Munich. Didn't Hitler start in Munich? Michelle Obama got a check for $741,000 for a one-hour speech, and it was on diversity and inclusion. That reminds me of Senator Menendez having $480,000 in cash stuffed into pockets and jackets, and and it's just uh, just amazing stuff. Amazing. Horn dog. Ex-New York Mayor Bill de Blasio has three-hour heated touchy-feely makeout session with mystery woman on rooftop bar because, you know, his wife wasn't there. Uh, pay no attention. Chris, his wife is a lesbian, right? You mean she's an actor? No, not a thespian. No, she's, she's not a well-known thespian. But she is. His wife is a lesbian, no secret. And that's good. That's a, that's a good thing. Also, I love NBC News terrifying the world. Underground heat from climate change could cause cities to sink. It's like uh, Atlantis, you know. You need Patrick Duffy. Now that's pretty obscure. Climate change, underground heat from climate change could cause cities to sink. NBC News is reporting. I'm terrified already. Just amazing stuff. Your Democrat Party. And who left the two-month-old baby? at the border. Maybe child sex traffickers, maybe they left them there for that ABC News producer. It's just shopping without money. Don't call it looting, it's shoplifting, and it's just like shopping without money. It's gotta be true, it's on CNN. You're seeing this kind of... uh you know, looting happening, I mean, uh, shoplifting. It's, uh, I mean, shop, I didn't mean to say looting. It's just because mobs of violent criminals smash out storefront windows and run away with everything in the store. We shouldn't use derogatory terms like looting. We should use something more gentle like shoplifting, which is not punishable under law in Democrat cities. And uh, then we should describe shoplifting as shopping without money. 
and then everything's better. See? And uh, murder is um, helping people sleep permanently. See, you're helping to people to sleep permanently because Democrats. Uh, James Comer. Let's go to James Comer. This is a crazy story. Uh, turns out that the Chinese communists were sending cash money uh, allegedly to Hunter Biden, but they sent the cash money, their checks, to uh, Joe Biden's address. And here is Chairman James Comer from the House of Representatives. On the wire that Hunter Biden received from the Chinese National, uh, the beneficiary address listed was Joe Biden's home address at a time where I'm pretty certain Hunter Biden was not living in the home of Joe Biden. This Jonathan Lee who wired the $260,000 from China to Hunter Biden's personal account, uh, he is part of the the Chinese Communist Party. And it, it happened while Joe Biden was a candidate for president. Joe Biden was a candidate for president and a member of the Chinese Communist Party was sending gigantic payments to Hunter Biden but they were sent to Joe Biden's home address, not to Hunter Biden's home address. And that's okay. Hunter Biden's Chinese business associates, plural, sent Hunter Biden more than $250,000 worth of wires and listed Joe Biden's Delaware home address as the beneficiary address the House Oversight Committee found. Hunter Biden was paid $10,000 by a Chinese business associate, Wang Ji. That's his real name, not a prank name. In July of 2019, during the presidential campaign, and $250,000 by Chinese business associate Jonathan Lee. No problem. Why would that be a problem? It's uh, called bribery, and it's a specifically impeachable offense, and in this case, possibly even an imprisonable offense. But pay no attention to the $20 million from Ukraine, Russia, China, Romania, Kazakhstan, going into the Biden family coffers. How much of that during the presidential campaign of Joe Biden? This is just like shopping without money. John brings his skewed sense of humor. Jeff brings tips to cut strokes off your next round. Together, it's those weekend golf guys. They'll pay a lot of money to PXG and Titleist and Callaway and on and on and on, right? How many yards do you think you're going to pick up with that extra driver? I think I can get an extra five to 10. What if I give you 15 to 20? <laughs> you pay me more. Jeff Smith right? teaches on the sliding scale. <laughs> those weekend golf guys, the podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B L E A V on YouTube or wherever you listen.